How do you actually go about finding your audience as an independent music artist? Well, I'm going to help answer this question with a special guest on this episode coming up right after this intro. Music is useless if we don't know how to market it. We could be making the best music in the world, but if no one hears it, it won't go anywhere. Now the question is, how do we get new listeners every single day to grow our fan base and independently make it as a music artist in this day and age? How do we buy back our time to focus more on making and marketing the music that we are so passionate about? Join me in my mission to help put at least 50,000 music artists on the right track to be independently successful with their music to turn the talent that they have with their voice into gold. My name is Billy Nellis and welcome to the Golden Voice Podcast. Boom! Okay, so let's jump right into it and I'm super excited for this one because for the first time, I'm bringing on a special guest on the podcast, right? So it's actually someone that I met in person. We This is somebody that I can proudly say that is my friend. We've met at previous networking and marketing events and we both geek out on the music marketing stuff, right? And what's cool is that he's the former manager of Taylor Swift and for this one, I'm going to have to put on my golden headphones to listen to the golden gems that he's about to drop on here on this episode. So let me bring on to the Golden Voice podcast as the first special guest, my guy, Rick Barker. How you doing, brother? Dude, it's an honor to be the uh, first on the Golden Voice podcast. I love the gold mic. I love the gold headphones. I love the uh, billionaire Oh yeah, uh, hat that you got going on. You are like Mr. Swag right now. You are. <laughs> you just need some solid endorsements right now. It's like Beats by Billy with you know the big gold thing going exactly. on. Exactly, so. exactly. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate your time, man. Uh, just for those that are listening to this right now, so wanted you to go over your story real quickly. Yeah, you know, let's so, let's yeah, just do this. Over. Google's a very powerful tool. If you want to know about <laughs> me, go to Google. In a nutshell. Uh, radio was my jam. That's I've always wanted to be on the radio. I uh, had zero talent to learn an instrument and learn to sing. I just that just wasn't what I did, but I love music. So I found my place that was radio. While at radio, I built the first ever radio tour where artists actually got paid, which put me on the radar of Sony Music and Big Machine Records and CAA and William Morris Endeavors. It's amazing what happens when you can get work for their baby artist. They tend to love you. Scott Borchetta then offered me a job to go work at Big Machine Records. And he handed me this 15-year-old named Taylor Swift and said, teach her the business, teach her you know, how to talk to radio, teach her, uh, get, take her out and let her play. You know, She'd only been doing karaoke and things like that because all she really did was focus on her music. Six months later, her parents asked me to be her manager. I did that for two years, then realized if I wanted to stay married and a parent to my kids that uh, being on the road 185 days a year, wasn't going to cut it. Uh, left her, went, started consulting major labels, American Idol, stayed very active in the industry and then realized that I was more passionate about the business. And that's when I shifted into the business side of things, teaching independent artists, basically how to build, nurture and monetize a fan base, how to go out and find those fans. Same thing we did with Taylor. You know, with Taylor, we had MySpace. Now you guys got you know, 7,500 different social media platforms and channels and ways to get direct access to the fans. So started doing that a few years ago. Actually, it's almost actually eight years ago. Uh, And it's been a blast. That's what I love doing. I love helping the indie artist, you know, because 
the boundaries are down. The doors are to, to the doors are open. They're wide open. You've just got to jump through them. That's true, right? That's that's perfect. And I know that through your experience, you've learned something that a lot of music artists are asking, or independent artists are asking, is how do I go go about finding my audience, my target sure. audience, or the people that you know are gonna start going into my world and everything. So, what's your approach on that? Because I know yeah, you so, utilize some of your skills for yeah. So I have a real that. simple trick that I tell every artist that I work with. As I said, and and in the marketing space where Billy and I are friends from, we call it the Dream One Hundred. Who already oh, yeah. has your audience. So who's the most famous artist that you know in your genre that you feel if you had a chance to open for them, that one, sonically, your music would would match up, and two, that you think their audience would dig you. And when you identify them, then you use the free tools that are available to you. Instagram. And you go to Instagram and you look at their post and you go identify their engaged fans. The vanity metrics are done. I was having a conversation with an A&R from Rock Nation today, and they were coming to me wanting to sit down with some of their clients to do the exact same things I'm telling you guys, because they're like, look, we were paying for billboards on Times Square and we were getting influencers to shout them out and do all this stuff, but we're not making any money with them. You know, I said, no, because you're getting vanity metrics and you're not getting fans. And now even the labels are starting to realize that. So uh, what I tell people at that point is once you've identified where these fans, they're hanging out on, let's say, Drake's page, go to Drake's post and see who's leaving comments. Those are your engaged fans, the shares and the comments. Anybody can throw a heart. Anybody can throw an emoji. Look for the comments. Go see if the comment is rela- in relation, is, is it makes sense for the post that he created. Go look at that person. If it looks like a music fan, follow him back. And then I have a whole other strategy, and you're going to give a link to send people to that free strategy session. I'll go in right. deeper with you. Billy and I are only going to be here for a little bit today, but I want to go deeper with all of you. He'll give you a link to come join me for that. It's as we identify them, Billy, that's when we want to start this engagement process. That's when we want to start building that relationship. And the ultimate goal here in the short term is to get them to give you permission to send them to your music. See that that permission. You said permission. Permission marketing is what I call it because it's like the way that I teach and the strategy and I walk people through step-by-step on how to do this and how to get them to that point is after We've dated them. And what I mean by dating them is not for a long period of time. I'm talking like four interactions from you following them to them following back to you utilizing a voice message strategy that I use that is killer. And you guys are going to love it when I demonstrate this live in the presentation. But then it's at some point within a couple of those conversations, we're like, hey, just out of curiosity, would you ever be interested in hearing music from an independent artist like myself? And then when that person responds back and says, yes, do you mind if I send you an exclusive link to some unreleased tracks? No, I would love to. How how much easier do you think it's going to be to get your music heard by someone who just told you they wanted to hear your music versus what artists do today, which is dropping links in DMs, asking strangers to pre-save your stuff, asking people to watch your videos. I'm going to walk you through the exact process on how to do that. Now, that's what Taylor did on MySpace. She only had one platform. You guys got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, TikTok. TikTok. You have so much opportunity in front of you, 
But all of you want what Kanye has and what Beyonce has and what Drake has and what Taylor has. You, you have more than they had when they started. But you also have to remember, they had the gatekeepers and they also had to sign major label record deals where they were making 15 cents out of every dollar and the label was keeping 85 cents cents. because the label controlled the distribution. There was no direct to consumer. There was no direct to fan. Now everything is direct to fan. And now you get to be your own record company. And now you get to keep the majority of the money and you get to make your own rules. And more importantly, you do not ask, have to ask permission from anyone to be amazing. You have our permission. Go be amazing. Go find only three things you need to do in business. Find the right audience, serve the right product, and make offers. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. So let's go find the right audience for your music. Let's get them engaging with your music. And then ultimately, let's make offers. Now, offers early might be listening to your music, watching a video. It's not necessarily going to be buy my merch, free plus shipping, NFTs. The offer is to get them to do something else. That's all that first original offer is. And then down the road, ultimately what they're going to invest in is the relationship that they have built with you because it sucks. No one has to pay to hear your music. No one has to pay to watch your videos. Ultimately, what they're going to invest in is the relationship that they have with you. And by identifying who they are, knowing that not everyone's going to love your music, contrary to what your mama said, not everyone's going to love your music, find the right music, get the right audience for that music and go ahead and make them offers. I think it makes sense when you said, you know, who would you open for if you were to make a concert? So it really starts with you. You have to be clear on who you want to serve. Absolutely. And then you have to go after them. Like artists think somehow that, oh, where's my audience? And I just need to go find them. No, be clear on who you want to serve and then be a part of the conversation. Absolutely. Let's use what you said right there. Yeah. Well, you could also do it too. You could sit down and you could plan out your own festival in your mind. Exactly. And you're the headliner. Who are all the support acts that you want to bring the cool audience to see you? Right. You know, you may go get your own metaverse here at some point and be your own headliner in the metaverse. You know, who knows? But that's, you've just got to, once again, as much as you need to be unique and as much as you need to be different, we have to go find people and give them something that's familiar. Right. Because as much as people say they like things that are different, I've been on stage in front of thousands of people and I will say, who here thinks McDonald's has the best hamburger in the world? And not a single person will ever raise their hand. But what's the number one selling hamburger every year? McDonald's. McDonald's. Why? Because people like things they're familiar with, things that they're comfortable with, things that they know. So once we can get them to drop the barrier, then we can start introducing them to more of your stuff. So I know you're not going to say, well, there's nobody that sounds like me. Then you're screwed. It's going to be really hard for you to find an audience. I'm just being honest with you without spending tens of thousands of dollars a month on Facebook and Instagram ads. There is somebody who's close. (laughs) You need to find who's close. So get out of your own way and know that, yes, there is somebody that if you shouldn't be opening for anybody, then this is going to be a very tough business and road for you to haul. I'm just... That's why that's why they do shows, Grammy Awards, and all that stuff. And there's genres and categories, right? You now fit, people you, are you fit in a category. A, yeah, are you looking for people that people want to feel something? Right. You know, there's music that deserves to be heard, and there's music that deserves to be felt. The careers are people that have built that music that needs to be felt. We've heard songs that need to be heard. 
Some of them we've laughed at, some of them we cry with, but the ones that we need to ugh, feel, that's that's where we got to get to. And that's where like Spotify and like you said, there's a lot of people right now break, you know, uh, emotional playlist. Here's the happy playlist. Here's the margarita playlist. Yeah. It's like, it's all about vibes and emotions. We're not restricted by genres anymore. That was a radio thing for a long time. Right, right. That's for sure, man. It's all about the feeling, the emotion that we can invoke right. with the music that yeah, we're moods. making and the moods. moods and everything. So that that makes perfect sense right there. And it's crazy to me that still today in this, like even this year, that I get tons. I mean, like a ton of messages on Instagram of just artists sharing their music link, expecting me to go ahead click the link and go and stream their music. I mean, What's even worse now, Billy, is when get you, get, you get a DM in your Instagram where it says you've been tagged in this post and it's not an introduction. It has nothing to do with you. Nothing. They just tagged you and put a YouTube link and I usually just block those people. Exactly. I really do because I don't. they don't understand that in the link in my bio, I can show them how not to be a scammer, how not to, and they're not even taking the time to learn the materials that I teach for free. Why I don't, I don't need them in my world, block it at my DMS. I need the DMS for those people that are in my space that I can help. And that's the entrepreneurial minded artist, not the person who's trying to get famous. Exactly. You know, it, it makes it so more, it's so much more effective if somebody yep. can come in and build a relationship with someone that can nurture versus just slapping links. You know, there's a, there's a thing that I used to um, mention on some of my live stream where would you go to a bar and you would slap everybody with a USB key to tell them, listen to my music. I, I don't think we would do something like that. Social media is the same thing. We have to use yeah. social media as a social platform by being a part of the conversation and build relationships Correct. and this is how we're building the solid foundation yep great now i know that you have a workshop where you go a little bit deeper on that what do you cover on that a little bit and then yeah we'll, we'll share yeah so what we're going to do is workshops. we're going to talk about how to find fans we'll go deeper on that i'll even give you a tool that i use and show you exactly how to use it i'll show you i'll turn on my instagram i'll plug in you'll see my instagram page we'll go in and find those fans I'm going to show you how to start the conversation where you don't sound spammy and it get all freaky. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, what platforms you need to be on right now. Uh, there's a there's a difference between being present and active. You really need to only be active on one. You get to choose it. I'll show you what I mean by that. Show you what platforms you should be present on at Discovery. We're going to talk about some time-saving strategies. One is with scheduling out posts and the other one is batching content. There's some really cool sites right now where I, I did one today and I said, hey, it's like, can you commit to two hours a week for the marketing side of your business? And there I said, and if you say no, get off this webinar right now because you're just a hobbyist and I can't help you. I said, but if you can, let me show you what to do in those two hours. Who can, and they were all, I can't. It's like artists right now are hungry for information that saves them time. And also gets them one step closer to their goal. So we're going to talk a lot about that. And then we're going to talk about, as an entrepreneurial-minded artist, what are some of the smart investments you should be making at this stage of your career? What are some of the things you need to avoid? Because in fan growth, you may like, oh, I'm going to hire a PR company. It's like, eh, maybe not. Let me show you a more effective way effective to do way. that with a much smaller budget. So we're going to talk about some of the other smart investments that you need should be making as an independent artist. And Billy's got the link for you. 
And uh, I do it live. And then we also have it on demand because I know all of you are busy. So if you want to just, if you're a Netflix person or, you know, Disney Plus, you just want to watch it when it's ready for you and not have to sit around and show up at a certain time, we'll give you that option as well. Awesome. So if you guys want to check out that fan growth workshop from Rick, you're simply going to go to the golden voice podcast.com forward slash Rick. I'm going to make it very simple for you. Go and register for that and, and go, in, go in and go and get that knowledge. But what's really important is that you apply that knowledge. You know what I mean? A lot of people are going to say knowledge is power. But for me, applied knowledge is where it's at. And this is where you become an action taker for the information that you're gathering. So thank you so much for your time, Rick. Man, any last word you want to share before we wrap this one up? Nah, just hit me up on Instagram at Rick Barker Music and let me know you heard me on the Golden Voice podcast. And uh, you also have a podcast that uh, others can also tune yeah. in. They can find that on the Instagram. It's the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Yeah. So everything you need from me is on Instagram. That's where I am active. Perfect. Awesome. So thank you so much for your time. And uh, thank you for being the first to to, to break it when it comes to uh, a feature appearance on the Golden Voice Podcast. Thank you so much, Rick, man. You got it, brother. My pleasure.